Hi, I'm Vicki Bolson, and welcome to Taking Care in Business, a podcast I created out of my passion for using business as a force for good. From environmental practices to social impacts and all that falls within the realm of corporate social responsibility, I'm always curious about how organizations are taking care in business. Well, hello, Taking Care in Business listeners. I am so excited about what we're going to do today. We're doing something we've never done before, which is to take questions from our listeners that have either emailed me or sent into our info box. And um, joining us to do that today, I have Morgan Hartman, who is our show's producer. Hi, Morgan. Hi, Vicki. Thanks for having me on the show. You know, I'm usually in the behind the scenes side of things. So it's interesting being on the other end. You know, well, you're so instrumental in getting our episodes out every other week and so much more that goes on behind the scenes. And so it, it's only fitting that you will, we're kind of going to reverse roles here. And I'm going to let you take the lead in presenting those questions to me. Um, and hopefully our listeners will like this. And just while you're listening, if you have a question that we don't answer, send it in to info at takingcareinbusiness.com for a future episode. Yeah, we might do another one of these in the future. So that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, without further ado, like you said, Vicki, a lot of uh, listeners have sent in their questions to us and we'll start with some of the most popular ones. So First things first, why did you start taking care in business? <laughs> it was really kind of by accident. So what happened was we got B Corp certified and it was just so instrumental in like the daily operations of the way Bolson Group was um, just, you know, uh, the way we operated every day. And I was so super excited about our certification and just the newfound sort of buzzword of corporate social responsibility. And I was reading everything I could get my hands on and talking to people about it all the time. And I thought the one thing I kept hearing, um, and especially from small and mid-sized companies, was that oh my gosh, it, you know, are you going to be able to be as profitable and isn't it going to cost a lot of money to, you know, market yourself with this kind of a mission? And, and I was just sort of flabbergasted by that thinking, because for me, it was just so completely opposite. Maybe that's a future question, but um, so what happened was I wanted to kind of debunk the myths, you know, of the things that people thought that weren't, I knew were not, were not true. And so I thought, well, I'm going to write a, a, a book, a book for small to mid-sized companies. And so I hired my oldest daughter who was an English major at the time, and it was her summer off. And I thought, you know what, you can help me with the research. She loves research. She's a fantastic researcher and writer. And about week one, she said, mom, writing a book is dumb. She said, you need to do a podcast. And this was back, you know, year, I mean, this was five, six years ago, I think. And it was when podcasts were really starting to be all the rage, you know, and I had only myself started listening to them. And, and I knew immediately that, you know, she was right because I knew then that I could talk with more people um, in sort of real time and even hear more of these questions and more of the things that people were wondering about and I could share answers with more people. And so that's why I started the podcast. 
Yeah, I think that was a good decision too versus a book because I feel like podcasts, they're more episodic. They're always continually like growing and there's multiple uh, subjects that you can discuss that one book, no matter how big, it could right. get a little tedious reading that over and over again. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. And so many now, I mean, I don't know about, I well, I do know about you, but I don't know details about how many podcasts you listen to, but I listen to so many podcasts regularly. And, you know, when we do little 20 to 30 minute episodes, I feel like somebody can just pop it in and listen on their drive to work or drive home or drive to the market or whatever. And so, um, and that's what people, that's what kind of feedback we're getting. So I do, I'm so glad she suggested that. And it's just been so fun. It's been a passion project and, uh, grateful that you're on board because you bring so much to the table as well with ideas and how to promote ourselves on social and um, just all that. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you for all the compliments. <laughs> I'm very flattered. I'm happy to to help help make the show a success. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, you've had a ton of episodes, like over a hundred. What has been your favorite episode so far? Oh my gosh, that is, wow, that's really hard. I like so many of them and I learned something with every single interview that I do. I guess I'll go to a recent one. I really, really loved a recent interview I did with a man named Lance Kawaguchi. Um, he's with the Brain Cancer Foundation and he was just so enthusiastic and he, he just gave out so much information. And we also had an Indiana tie because he went to IU, which is, you know, in Bloomington, um, a city in our home state. And I don't know, I just, I felt like he really understood like how to be a guest on the podcast and then how to, after being the guest on the podcast, how to help, you know, let his, you know, stakeholder audience know that he had been on the podcast and it was it was just a great partnership because then that helped promote the podcast so we picked up some new listeners from that um and he was just so interesting and everything that he's doing is is so in line with being socially responsible you know even though he has a really really you know a niche mission just his overall approach to you know, uh, implementing his purpose is very evident that he's doing it in the most socially responsible way. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Lance was a great guest as well when I was editing the uh, episode. And um, I thought also how you mentioned, like he did some stuff after the episode released, you know, he wrote a blog on our website, like how business can be a force for good. Um, that's one that listeners should definitely check out. It's a great article. Um but yeah, he was a, a fantastic guest, loved his energy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you know, it's so funny because now he, he's such a good promoter. I mean, that's another thing that is just, I'm learning things from him. He is, as we talked about on that episode, he's making a trek to the North pole and he's walking across it so that he can raise money <laughs> for his organization. And he, he kind of went into the training that goes behind that on the episode, which is in and of itself phenomenal. But then he has started an entire like uh, separate account on Instagram. And he is constantly telling the story of like, you know, prepping for this and 
you know, I mean, I, I would say every other day I get an update either on my story or he posts and I've just, I've learned a few things from him about how, um, <laughs> how to market yourself because he is the master marketer. Heck yeah. Awesome. Go I know. I know. <laughs> having you on the show. <laughs> We'll have so to have what him you, back when he gets done with his, with his trek. Cause I want to hear how it, how it goes. You oh, know? for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what do you look for? Um, other listeners have asked, like, what do you look for when you're booking a guest? Yeah, well, I, I really want to have diversity, you know, diversity in the type of organizations and the size of organizations uh, that's really in where they're located, you know, what part of the, the country or even internationally, because we've had people from Australia, um, New Zealand, um, London, I'm trying to I think we've even had one, um, actually, who, I can't remember who it was, but there was one um, interview that we did with someone um, in Asia. So just that variety. And what, what makes that really interesting for our listeners is that they're hearing what's happening in other states because the state sometimes matters. Are you a landlocked state or are you not? Uh, the industry matters because there's, there's, I think, misconceptions that if you're in certain kind of, kinds of industries that there's not a way you can be as socially responsible. And so just a variety and the size, because, you know, we're small, we're super small, but we're B Corp certified and we find ways to be impactful in the different areas of social responsibility And so having that variety, I think helps listeners to be able to identify the company they work for, the company they, you know, uh, work on if they work on the business rather than in the business. And so that's probably the the first thing um, we do when we, as you know, when we interview people, sometimes we interview them and we kind of hold on to the episode and we don't do that for any reason other than we try to distribute the content so that there's that diversity. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, those are the things we look for. I want every, I want our listeners to be able to see themselves in an episode, you know, uh, every, at least every other few times. And so I'm mindful of that. Awesome. Cool. Uh, how hard is it to produce, uh, an episode, you know, we do bi-weekly. So what's, what's yeah. that like? <laughs> you know, it, I, <laughs> it's a lot harder than I think people think. I mean, really, because in, we've had many people say, you know, our own clients or, or colleagues, I've heard them say, I'm going to start a podcast or whatever. And I've given several, you know, um, I've had a few or I've had several long conversations giving out whatever I can advice to someone. And I think when they're done with that hour or two conversation about, you know, start to finish, here's what you need to do. I think they're a little overwhelmed because it's a lot to think about from inception to regular production, to the promotion, uh, to the upkeep. It, it's, it's quite a bit. So we have a great process though. Uh, it, thanks to, to, to you and, you know, others uh, before you and even the Bolson group team, you know, uh, that touches our podcast in little ways by giving advice or 
or uh, comprehensively being marketers, you know, like knowing what, what kind of advice to give us, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. Uh, we go, I go through phases though. We know when I have a lot of episodes in the can and I can take a little bit of a break knowing that we've got what we need. Um, and you know, one of the things that's difficult is you hear the dogs barking in the background, you know, occasionally I have to work with the dogs to get them, you know, preoccupied. Um, but I love it. I love it. It's, I don't usually get too stressed about the, about it because I like it so much. It's a passion project. Good, good. Awesome. What are some things that you've learned from the guests on the show, like on taking care in business? Uh, you, it can be like one thing, cause I'm sure you've learned a ton, but <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's a really good question, Morgan. I mean, I, the thing that comes to mind right off the bat is is the general topic of employee and workplace culture. Uh, I so often hear ideas about how companies are caring for their employees, you know, benefits they're creating or uh, perks. And so I have probably used that kind of information the most, uh, creating either expanded benefits for the team or even, um, instituting something that we didn't have before. So I, I think that, and it doesn't matter. Some of these companies are huge, but they have, they're doing something that I can take and mold to fit the size of our company. Yeah. That's so cool. Cause like, how else would you find out those insights, you know? Right. Right. And that was one of the reasons why I was so passionate about the project, because that's what I really wanted to learn from people uh, that I spoke to or those kinds of things. And sometimes, you know, it's the actual executives that are, you know, uh, the guest and they're telling us how they um, created a benefit, but sometimes it's the employees that are saying, this is a benefit that the company I work for uh, gives us and what it means to them. And so hearing it from both sides is really, really special and impactful. Yeah, that's so cool that, um, I mean, that's part of corporate social responsibility is how you're taking care of your employees too. So that um, it's just nice to be able to hear that from like multiple different sources on the show. Sometimes you, you know, I'll hear something like a, a paid maternity leave, for instance, and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, these huge companies are giving, you know, six or 10 weeks of paid maternity leave, you know, like we are such a small company. How can we take what they're doing dig into asking them questions about how they arrived at that. And then maybe the other mater paid maternity and paid paternity benefits that companies are giving and then find a part of their overall benefit package to make it work for us. And so it's just really a matter of digging in sometimes and not asking just the end result, but how they went from uh, the idea to the inception and then finding out the impact because a lot of times the impact that a benefit that somebody is giving is the impetus for finding a way to create that benefit for your own team because you're realizing that the benefit far outweighs the, the work going into it or the cost even, which then goes back to what we first started talking about on the podcast, which is that myth that people think it's going to be expensive to be socially responsible. Oh, yeah. 
You know what I mean? Because sometimes you have to spend time and, and money and time is money in order to, to create a benefit or to create a process uh, that will not only help the environment or your workplace culture, but in the end, it's going to help you be more profitable because you, for instance, maybe have longer retention with your employees. So you don't have as much turnover because we all know that on, you know, retention is super important and onboarding is expensive um, as is recruiting. And so those are the things um, that, after being B Corp certified for so long that you can look at the annual impact year over year over year and see that at the start, this is where we were, but years later, this is where we are. And oftentimes that can be a cost savings. Yeah, that cultivating that culture is just so important too. So yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, with all of that, that's about all of the the top questions that we get asked from our listeners. So thank you guys so much for sending those in where uh, Vicki is clearly excited to talk about them and I am happy to uh, ask her them. <laughs> but um, I thought it might be fun if we turn things around and asked you, Vicki, some of the questions that you might ask guests on the show, kind of like giving you the taking care of business guest experience. Yeah. Um, do it. Yes. So with that said, yeah, let's get it started. Um, so as the host of Taking Care in Business and president of Bolson Group, um, both of which are organizations that strive to use business as a force for good, uh, what does corporate social responsibility mean to you? Uh, gosh, I don't know. I think I maybe have mentioned this in a podcast episode or two, but I'll never forget the pr- first time I heard the term CSR which is corporate social responsibility, but I didn't know what it was like, what CSR, I'll never forget it. Um, and I felt kind of stupid, but then I realized, cause you know, that was seven or eight years ago that it was just a sort of a new buzzword. Um, but anyway, what do I think of what does CSR mean to me? I, I think, you know, it's literally thinking about people and the planet over profits, which is, you know, um, uh, a statement or a, you know, a, a branding statement that B lab uses. But I think that that just sums it up, you know, it, you know, thinking about like the team, as we've just discussed, you know, look, benefiting from hearing benefits of other companies for the benefit of my own employees, um, that, but also the community involvement and the, the way that we work with our clients and, the, you know, whether we choose to only work with local vendors, all that is about people. And then the planet as a whole, uh, trying to make environmentally conscious decisions. And so, you know, people and planet over profits, you know? So yeah, I think for me, CSR is people and the planet over profits, every decision that is made. Yeah, that's a great, great answer. I completely agree. (laughs) So um, Bolson Group, uh, your company, was the first B Corp certified company in Indiana, which is like awesome. <laughs> <We're the first. laughs> yeah. um, and you got that certification in April of 2015. So that was like eight years ago. Um, what does it mean to you to be B Corp certified? You know, it it really is one of the single most 
things that I am proud of. And, I, you know, wasn't even going to get certified, only took the free assessment on B-Lab's website, which is bcorporation.net, uh, because I wanted to just get more intel on what companies that were socially responsible were doing and just kind of overall just get information on CSR. What is CSR? And it, I took the assessment and it took me five months to get through it because as I was going through it, I would get so excited about something that I'd stop and then work on it, work on implementing it for the company or doing more research about it or whatever, and then go back to it. And it's like a skip logic assessment. So it saves. And at the end of it, it gives you your, your score. And for those who don't know this, you need 80 points out of 200 to get certified. And we had, I can't, I think we had a little over a hundred or close to a hundred and I, I I just couldn't even believe it. And I think if we wouldn't have stopped along the way and implemented things, you know, our score obviously wouldn't have been that high. I don't I don't think we would have been able to get certified or we wouldn't have had enough points. And I, I that would have probably been okay if I would have just zipped through it and learned what I learned and moved on. But instead I was so grateful for the way I approached it and for the for the fact that that existed for me to use as a resource that I was, um, I was just super, super proud. And I might add that in Indiana at the time, they, there was um, legislation being put into practice for companies to be able to register as a benefit corporation. And I think Indiana was going to be like the 35th, sixth or seventh state in the, in the nation. Um, and so there was a lot of talk about that as well at the time. And so I, I, I th that was, was super interesting to me. And it became interesting to others in the community, especially after it was announced that we were B Corp certified, because people really wanted to understand the difference. What is the difference between a benefit corporation and a B Corp? And there, there's so many similarities, but there are some um, things that are that are unique to the benefit corporation. And some benefit corporations are B Corps and some B Corps, you know, but not all are. And so uh, that was just an interesting time. And I think uh, another impetus for starting the podcast so that people could navigate that landscape, not only in Indiana, where it was confusing at the time because of the you know, coordination of the two at the same time, but for others throughout the, the country to understand, you know, benefit corporation versus B Corps. And I made an effort to get people on the podcast too, that were going through, you know, B Corps certification so that people could hear from another perspective, what, what that was like, or from companies that were a benefit corporation. So people could hear firsthand what, uh, what requirements do they have now that they are a benefit corporation rather than an LLC or, you know, whatever. Very cool. Yeah. And, um, you know, you've been in this business for a while. Um, what advice would you give to someone who wants to be a part of or run a socially responsible company? You know, I think every company is 
concerned about social responsibility now. I mean, I really, honestly, I, I have not, I very rarely run across a company where I'm just horrified that they're, they're not considering it because I think it is, it's really important. And I think that there are a lot of good people running a lot of good companies. And so I think that the best piece of advice I can give you is to build upon what you're already doing, you know, like really sit down and figure out the five tenets of corporate social responsibility and within each one, what are you doing? What goals do you have to improve in those areas? What kind of a timeline can you commit to? And then make a plan and, and start creating and implementing and don't give yourself, um, any kind of pressure that you have to be a B Corps certified company to be socially responsible. We just happen to have used the resource. And so we went ahead and got certified, but I know many people who have used the resource and they, they, they're not certified, you know, it's, it's, um, it's, there's a lot of benefits from being a B Corps certified company, but it's also, there's, there's a lot of work to be a B Corps certified company, you know, for instance, we're going through our third recertification right now. Now that is, it's not as much work the second or the third time around when you're getting recertified, but you, um, but, the, but there is a lot of, a lot of work involved. And, you know, for me, I really enjoy doing it because it gives us a chance to review what we've done over the past few years of our certification and really look at those, uh, impacts that we've had and look at ways that we can improve the questions change every year. And so, because they, the, you know, corporate social responsibility keeps improving and B lab too, keeps getting more and more uh, data and feedback from their members and others about what matters and how to frame the questions. Um, so, every recertification period, I learn something new and it, it, it make new goals so that we can continue to improve. And so that's a huge benefit and just B-Lab in and of itself, there are so many resources. You can, um, if you pay your annual dues and you have access to the resource room and you have access to all the other B Corps certified companies, it's a network of people in resources that's, you know, unmatched. And if I need to do some research on a topic, no matter what it is, like the B-Lab website and, and find those resources so that I can, um, you know, it, it can help inform me to make a good decision for Bolson Group. Awesome. Yeah, that's all great advice. <laughs> It's a lot. I'm sorry. There's a lot of advice. Um, I, well, the advice was that you're just build on what you're doing, but I gave mm -hmm. a lot of information on, on just, I don't know. I just think it's really, whether you're going to be B Corps certified or not, that assessment can, is just make or break for people. There's just so much great information there. And it's a great starting point. It's a great guide to help you untap your potential. Yeah. And I feel like some things you mentioned earlier too, like how you don't need to be intimidated by like, oh, it must cost a lot to be corporately uh, or social, to be corporate social responsible. 
<laughs> that's that is the hardest part. You know, it's funny, Morgan, like what you stumbled on. I do that still to this day. Like in what order do I say the three words and how do you say yeah. it? That's so fun. But, but yeah, I'm not being intimidated by that. Like it's, it's going to pay off in the long run to be responsible in this situation. Yeah. And you know, just personally, it pays off for me. I mean, just mm-hmm. I am trying to do right by my team and right by our customers. You know, I, it, it just, it just makes me feel so much better about running a business and taking money from people, you know, (laughs) because I know that I'm doing it with the best of intentions every step of the way. Yeah. Well, um, that, that's all my questions. How was your your guest experience on taking care of business, Vicky? <laughs> oh, it was really good, but I, I have to go back and put my host hat on for one final question for you, if that's okay. <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't break away from being the host. Okay. So my question for you is you've been with Bolson Group, which is, you know, as everybody knows, it's a marketing, public relations, a communications company. Um, we're in Indianapolis and you joined us and now you're involved with the podcast. And so you've been really exposed to all this, right? What does that, um, working for a company that cares more and puts people on the planet over profits, what is that experience like for you? Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I'm, it, it feels great. Uh, obviously I feel very similarly to a lot of the things you were mentioning before, like it does make me feel good inside to be working for a company that I know is like uplifting the community and other organizations within that community. And I think Bolson Group's mission is what drew me to apply here in the first place. Um, And it certainly helped that I know you, Vicki, from my previous role at Circular Indiana, um, when uh, you had, when Bolson Group had done some public relations for Circular Indiana. So um, that helped that I knew you already. And uh, you know, as the producer for Taking Care in Business and as the creative manager at Bolson Group, uh, I personally love working on multimedia projects, you know, like design, video, animation, podcasts in this sense. <laughs> um, and that combined with Bolson Group's mission and Taking Care is Taking Care in Business's mission um, gives me a lot of satisfaction in my professional life. And that translates over to fulfillment in my personal life because, you know, I spend eight hours of my day doing this I better like what I'm doing Um, but it just makes me so happy that I didn't have to also leave the nonprofit field like when I worked in with Circular Indiana um, in order to continue working with people and organizations who use business as a force for good yeah yeah that's great that's 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 basically what I hope people answer you know (laughs) you just sort of summed it up like the how meaningful it can be to work with an organization that cares about, you know, their people and other people and the planet and try to make, you know, wise, well-intended decisions for all stakeholders. Uh, So that was, that's great. I'm glad to hear that, that what I'm trying to achieve is resonating with you. It really, no, it's super cool. Uh, to to know that you know when you have a group of people, it's true too. When you're when you're doing something, um, I I always tell my kids, and I believe that you should work to live. 
not live to work, you yeah. know? And, uh, and so in order to work, to live, you need to enjoy what you're doing, but also respect the company you're working for and the people. And so I, whenever I'm making a decision for Bolson group, and I really, I think it was always in my heart, which goes back to that, like, take what you're already doing and build on it. I mm-hmm. think in people's heart already. Right. And so for me, it was in my heart to do some of the things that show you're socially responsible, but what the B lab certification or the B core certification offered from B lab did for me was it just put meaning and mission behind my intentions. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, I knew I wanted, but then it was like, well, here's how you can execute that. And so it was kind of like a little board of directors or an operating manual or whatever, if you will, for putting, um, you know, purpose and meaning and process to my heart. And it's really great to have that translated to having people who are working to live by working at your company, knowing that they're happy at the end of the day, hopefully most days, I mean, it could be a bad day, but that they're they're fulfilled and they're going to be more available to their, their families or their friends um, and their community because they're not stressed and unhappy in what they're spending the bulk of their day doing. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for that question. It was fun to uh, to think about because um, I do really enjoy this role. And, you know, as the producer, creative manager, it just, uh, it works well for me, I think, just the the multimedia projects and working yeah. towards something that is actually meaningful too. Well, you're awesome. <laughs> so, okay, so I guess we probably should wrap it up. If people want to, I'll let you wrap up the show since you were the host this time. Why don't you wrap up? Oh, sure up? thing. Yeah. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening to this episode today. It's certainly a new one that we have not done before. So if you'd like to hear another episode like this, we greatly encourage you to reach out to us and ask us some more questions, anything you're curious about the show. Um, reach out to Vicki or myself, uh, Morgan, at Info at Taking Care in Business, and we'd love to answer your questions on another episode in the future. So thanks so much. Yay. Thanks for joining today, Morgan. Thank you, Vicki. I had a great time. <laughs> Taking Care in Business is hosted by Vicki Bolson and is produced by me, Morgan Hartman. Together, Vicki and I are part of the team here at Bolson Group. If you enjoyed today's episode and you'd like to help support our show, please follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For the latest news and updates, be sure to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Taking Care in Biz, that's biz with a Z, or by going to our website at takingcareinbusiness.com. If you have any questions, comments, or have a guest suggestion, you can email us at info at takingcareinbusiness.com. Thank you for joining us today, and stay tuned for our next episode to learn more about using business as a force for good.